The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 165 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. And Victor Wimbanyama's first visit to the Madison Square Garden wasn't necessarily a success for the Spurs. It was a tough night for the Spurs. Ended up losing by a score of 126 to 105. Moving the Spurs' record to three wins, five losses on the season, and improving New York's record to four and four. Drew, what were your thoughts about this game against the Knicks? Yeah, I really thought the Knicks played a good game of basketball on this one. They shot the ball well with 46%, but they did not turn the ball over. They only turned the ball over four times, and and the Knicks had 19 points off turnovers. So the Knicks played a very good game defensively and offensively, and the Spurs struggled a little bit turning the ball over and shooting the ball. So what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I think the turnovers were, were a big part of the story. And, uh, you know, that was a it was a close game there for a little bit, but the, the turnovers just caught up to the Spurs and uh, came up short. We're going to listen to a Greg Popovich interview before we get to our uh, top two, bottom two. This is uh, Greg Popovich is really stepping up his entertainment value this year. Uh, he's getting a little more honorary back like the championship years, and uh, let's listen. Like Victor was pretty aggressive the first couple minutes with a shot, and then the next maybe few minutes wasn't looking for it as much. Uh, what kind of change there? I have no idea. He's just playing basketball. You wouldn't, you know, I don't ask him. What are you seeing defensively from your guys the last few games, especially in regards to giving up the, the three-point line? Um, what am I seeing? What's... I'm seeing people score 120 and 130. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Do you look for anything different if you're, if you're bigger starting a lineup with Sohan at the one going up against a, a two-big lineup like New York tonight compared to more of like a smaller ball lineup you could see? What, what are you asking me if I... Are you looking for anything different from the more supersized starting lineup that you deploy when you go up against a, a two-big lineup like New York? Um, sure. I mean, play two bigs. Sometimes you go small. Sometimes you play two bigs. Depends what's going on in the court, what the matchups are, uh, who, uh, what works best for the people you have on the court. A little bit of everything right now at the beginning of the season. Um, uh, do, you, yes. do you see this as a, a growing experience for Victor? I mean, to come into place like Well, of this, course it is. He's a 19-year-old rookie who's just learning about the NBA. Of course it's a learning experience. All right, so Pop, talking about Vic at the Madison Square Garden, who he, uh, Victor said that uh, it was a little bit smaller than he was thinking it would be. But we're going to transition to our top two, bottom two. We're going to start off with Drew tonight. Who was your top two for this game? Yeah, so my number one on the top two list was our leading scorer, and that was Jeremy Sohan. Had himself 16 points, five assists, six rebounds, shooting seven of 12 from the field and knocking down two threes, and he did all this with zero turnovers. A great game from Sohan. 
um, definitely stood out in this game. My number two on the top two is Malachi Branham. Got another start in this one, and he did not disappoint. He had 14 points, one assist, shooting six of nine from the field, and knocking down both of the threes that he took in 24 minutes. Let's hear who you got on the top two list. I actually had uh, Malachi as my number one. I really liked his game uh, with the two of two from three-point land and 14 points in 24 minutes. So that was pretty solid. I, I really liked what he did. And, um, you know, another guy that I thought did well for the Spurs uh, was uh, – sorry, I'm looking back at my notes. It was uh, Zach Collins. He had 11 points, seven rebounds, knocked down a three. He also had three assists and uh, – you know, three block shots, which was big. I mean, we ended up having a total of uh, 13, or sorry, seven seven block shots. But out of those seven, Zach Collins had three, and, uh, you know, Vic only got one. But that's why he was my number two on my top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Who'd you have, Drew? Yeah, so for me on the number one on my bottom two list, I just went with Julian Champagne on this one. He didn't really give me anything um, in, ze- in three minutes with zero points and 0 of 2 from the three-point line. So Ju- Julian Champagne is number one on my bottom two list. And my number two is going to be Chetty Osman, who's been had a, a little bit of a rough stress lately with only two points while shooting 1 of 4 from the field and 0 of 3 from the three-point range in 13 minutes. That is my bottom two. All right, well, for mine, because I talked about the turnovers being the being the name of the game in this one, um, I went Dougie McBuckets as my bottom two. He's number one. Uh, he had three turnovers and um, three fouls, and I just that stood out to me. There was a lot of times where uh, he just he flipped the ball over and uh, just put us in a bad spot. So he was my number one, and so uh, my number two on the bottom two. I had uh, Devin Vassell, and not for any other reason. I mean, he was two of six. Obviously, he's coming back from the injury, and uh, but you know he's got to take some time to get warmed up. But uh, for him, you know, having to start on the bench and build his minutes up, that's why he was on my bottom too. All right, so we're gonna move on to the uh, question of the day. Remember, you can always text your questions to five one two five four zero one six two six. Tonight's question comes from Ted in Arkansas. Ted says, what do you think will be the Spurs' longest losing streak of the season? So what total game amount, Drew, do you think will be the longest losing streak? Yeah, so I hope it's not as long as last year's losing streak was. That was ridiculous. What was it, like <laughs> it was 11? It was up there yeah, 11. Yeah. So I'm going to say this year I think our longest losing streak will be about six games. Um, I don't think Pop is going to let it go any farther than that. So six games is my prediction for this season. All right, well, my prediction is a little bit higher than that. I don't think it's going to go double figures, but I think they're going to get up to nine. I still think we're the youngest team in the NBA. we got a lot of guys that are learning and growing as the season moves on, and so that's kind of where I think so, it's going to stand as it goes. So, Have you changed your mind on the plan yet? It's getting there. We, we're going through a little rough patch after we left Phoenix, so that's, that's our third loss in a row. Hopefully this isn't getting up there into long losing streak territory, but uh, we're going to see. All right, now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, we have a matchup between the Sandy, the San Antonio Spurs and the San Diego Clippers, where the San Antonio Spurs demolished the Clippers, scoring 163 points in 1978. 
against the Clippers 125. And this game really just showed me how great of a scorer George Gervin was. As he had 38 points in this match in only 26 minutes. That is just amazing. 38 points in 26 minutes is amazing. He also had four assists in that one. We had Billy Paltz with 28 points, 11 boards. Alan Burstow with 17 points, 9 rebounds. And Mark Oldenburg with 16 points, 3 boards, 3 assists. A great win for the Spurs in this one as they improved their record to 7-6. and six, And the Clippers improved their record to 6-10. and 10. So that is this day in Spurs history on November 8th. 1978. All right. That was about a, a year after I was born. So uh, that's a good one. Thanks for that one, Drew. All right. Now it's the time of our show where we preview the upcoming game. And the, the preview of this one is the first game of the NBA in-season tournament for the Spurs as we have the Minnesota Timberwolves coming into town for the in-season tournament. Um, Drew, what can you tell us about the T-Wolves? Yeah, the T-Wolves are uh, look like they're going to be a playoff team in this one. They have five, they're have they a 5-2 and two record coming into this game, and they have a pretty stacked lineup, and they play really good defense. Um, their leading scorer this year has been Anthony Edwards, who's having a great season, averaging 28 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. I always knew this dude was going to be a stud coming out of um, – did he go to college? I'm not sure. But I, I just know that I always thought this dude would be a stud. Their second leading scorer is Carl Edzi Towns, who's averaging 19 points, 9 boards, 2 assists. Nas Reed, having a pretty quietly solid good year, who's averaging 13 points, 4 rebounds. And Rudy Gobert, that's going to be a good matchup seeing him face Webinyama. Rudy Gobert is averaging 12 points, 12 rebounds, and 2 blocks shots per game. That is a little bit about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, and just to chime in, Anthony Edwards went to Georgia which is kind of yeah. interesting for SEC schools because that's not necessarily the one that gets a lot of NBA talent. But, yeah, he's he's having an awesome year, and he's really doing a lot of good things. Uh, Going to be a tough test for the Spurs. One matchup that I'm looking forward to seeing is another Frenchman, another seven-foot seven foot plus Frenchman coming in, Rudy Colbert, who was the Defensive Player of the Year uh, a couple times now. But he's just seeing him match up with Wimby and seeing how that goes, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Drew, who do you think is going to go off, and what's your prediction on this one? I mean, how can you not go Victor Webinyama after struggling a couple games? I think he's going to bounce back in this one, give me Wimby to be my player to go off. And But I do have the Timberwolves getting us in this one by 13 points. I think they're just a little bit more experienced than us, and I think they'll get this win. Yeah, I, I also have the Timberwolves getting us. I think we're at home, so it's going to keep it close. I think it's going to be a really good battle. I think first NBA in-season tournament game. I've got the uh, the Timberwolves winning by five. And uh, my player to go off, I, I'm feeling really good about Zach Collins. I liked his defensive effort and just his grind and his grit. So he's going to be my player to go off. And I hope I'm wrong about that uh, Timberwolves loss, but uh, we'll see how the game plays out as the Spurs travel back to San Antonio for the first game of the NBA in-season tournament. Drew, do you want to talk about the in-season tournament and how that's going to go a little bit uh, and who's in the Spurs pod and, and whatnot? Yeah, so who's in the Spurs um, – who who are the – who's in the Spurs um, – The Minnesota Timberwolves are in there. They're in their pod. Yeah, so yeah, the pod. I was just coming up with a word to say what that means. Yeah. But – the Thunder, the Kings, the Warriors, the Timberwolves. Is that it? Uh, Warriors. That might be it. Warriors, Timberwolves, Spurs, Thunder, 
Kings. Kings. Yeah, yep. there you go. So they play and they match up, and I guess what? The best team advances? Is that how it is? Uh, I okay. Think, I think who has the best record after they play all the games will advance. To play the another pod. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they basically group teams up and uh, and – Group them up in different different areas, and that's how they're going to do the M season tournament. So, going to be our first taste of this. We're learning as we go, like a lot of the NBA is on this one. So, we'll have more answers as it goes on as we get to see. Like I said, this is the first time ever for this. So, that brings us to the end of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you everybody for listening, and as always, go Spurs, go.